Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 29 of Real Travels. I'm your host, Lisa Iannucci, and on today's show, I get lost. Well, not really. But if you're a fan of the show Lost, you're going to want to listen to this because I talk about the 10th anniversary fan gathering in Oahu, Hawaii. Can you believe it's been 10 years already since the show went off the air? I can't. So let's get started. going on in the world right now from illnesses and tornadoes, political upheaval, and so much more that I hope you tune in to my podcast to talk about movies, television, and travel, and just to kind of get lost and forget about all of that for a little while. I know there are so many other podcasts you can listen to, and I'm so happy you choose mine to be one of them. And speaking of getting lost and the TV show and the fan gathering, if you are a fan of Lost, I have a contest for, this, for you this week. So stick around to the end of the show to find out how you can win something really special. So if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, if this is your first time or you just haven't hit that button yet or left me a review, please do so. It helps me to continue to grow the channel. I've also started realtravelsmagazine.com. It's in its infancy stages, but it's definitely worth checking out. And I'm revising the Virgin Traveler website to include some great upcoming trips and tips and information for you if you are actually new to traveling, which that was the reason why I started that whole site to begin with. And I'm revising it to include more of that information. And finally, although this is not film and TV travel related, In just a few days, my latest book, Road Trip, The Sports Lover's Travel Guide, will be out. So please order your copy today. You can go into your local independent bookstore and ask for a copy, or you can go online and order it. It's available pretty much anywhere. It's a book that focuses on sports museum, halls of fame, fantasy camps, stadium tours, restaurants that are owned by some of your favorite athletes, and so much more. If you pair it with my On Location, a film and TV lover's travel guide to plan your upcoming trips, you have a lot kind of to help you out there to really get ready for the upcoming travel season. So I would love it if you would check out a copy. So what am I watching? Well, last week I finally had a chance to watch 1917, and it was absolutely fantastic. You can check out my review on film-book.com. But from both a storytelling point of view and a cinematography point of view, the movie is definitely a thrill. I do hope you'll read the rest of what I had to say in my review. Again, you can find it at film-book.com. Other than watching that, uh, this weekend I'm going to be seeing Upward. It's Pixar's new, really looks to be an absolute blockbuster. They're expecting that they'll have an opening weekend of $100 million dollars. So that's going to be unbelievable. And I didn't really think I'd want to see it because it seems so silly, the concept of half a father that they have to find the other half. 
But the more I see of it, the more funny it looks and the more heartwarming it looks. Uh, so I'm actually looking forward to seeing it this weekend. And last week, um, uh, well, I did mention the, the 1917. I actually want to give a shout-out because my husband always mentions me on his podcast. So I'm going to mention him on mine today. So EJ the Rainmaker, it's his birthday today, so I want to give him a special shout-out, a happy birthday to him. We actually <laughs> yelled in from inside, thank you. Uh, you are so welcome, and we had a wonderful time at a, a hibachi restaurant in Poughkeepsie called Kobe. And it's where they do that cooking in front of you. And I haven't been to one of those places in years. And it was an absolute fantastic experience. The food was great. The chef was fun. So if you've never been to one of these restaurants, definitely go out and check it out. Um, But I just want to give a special shout out to him. So other than that, it's been a very busy week with work for me and stuff around the house. I'm right in the middle of downsizing. So not much other, not much else to say. Um, the only other thing I have been watching is the new show Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, um, and that is fantastic, and it's worth checking out too. Um, and I, I was concerned because the first pilot episode was so good that I wasn't quite sure if they would be able to continue the momentum, and I think they've done a really, really great job. So. So what are you watching? You can reach out and let me know. You can reach me through Twitter or on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, Let me know what you're watching, both on the small screen and on the big screen. So we're going to actually jump right into the podcast interview of the week. Sit down, sweetheart. It's time for the Real Travels podcast interview of the week. (laughs) I still laugh that he did that. But he did that for me, and I think it's a great way to actually just have some fun with the podcast interview of the week. So today I am interviewing Kelly Rodill, who is the executive director and organizer of the Lost Con, Lost 2020. It's a fan gathering in Oahu. And hopefully, if you're whether or not you're a fan or you're just checking out some information, maybe you want to head out there, I hope you enjoy this interview. This week on Real Travels, my guest is Kelly Rodill, who is the executive director and organizer of The Lost 2020, which will be held in Oahu, Hawaii, on May 21st to the 24th, which is right at 10 years to the date of ABC's very popular show's last episode, which took place like May 23rd, 2010. And it's being held right where the show was filmed. So we're going to talk more about that. We're going to talk about the show and the fan gathering. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So tell me a little bit about how somebody becomes executive director and organizer of a fan gathering for the lost. How, how did you end up here? Yeah, so uh, uh, back in 2012, um, Joe Garfin and uh, Aaron Willard had the idea uh, to commemorate the 10th anniversary of the Lost premiere um, in Hawaii, and they uh, were kind of looking, they came up with the idea, but they were looking for somebody uh, that had event planning experience to kind of take it and run with it. Um, and I reached out to Joe uh, Garfin. She's the founder of Cancer Gets Lost, um, and uh, she had run a really popular 
uh, blog on Lost um, during its tenure. So, um, so I reached out to her and just said, hey, I've been doing event planning for close to 20 years. I'd love to do this. Um, so I, I jumped on onto that and, and ran with it. So we had our first event in 2014. Um, we had almost 300 people that came from, uh, I think it was 14 countries around the world. Um, and Jorge Garcia, uh, he was still um, living in Hawaii at the time, um, graciously came and uh, spent some time with us. Uh, and it was just, it was a great event. And um, we did another one in 2017. And we're doing um, our last one, which will be this uh, this May to commemorate the um, the 10th anniversary of the finale. So yeah, it's just been a wonderful kind of happenstance that um, I've been able to do this for the past eight years and um, I've been able to meet just so many incredible people and um, there's been so many friendships that have formed and there's been engagements that have happened at this event and people that have met their spouses and you know it's just it's been such a um, a wonderful community and um, you know just something literally when the idea was formed we were joking that we thought there would maybe be 25 people that would come so to have you know almost 300 people come out um, in 2014 was incredible and um, yeah it's just it's been a great it's been a great thing for the for the community and we've we've just had so much fun so um, looking forward to it again this wow. year. Wow so now you jump on the opportunity because oh, and there's so much to what you said that we're going to get into, especially the engagement. <laughs> uh, I, I want to know more about that. Um, but I I'm curious because you jump on the opportunity of having event planning experience, but were you a fan of the show as well? I was. I I and I will fully admit I was one of those people who. Um, I did not watch the first episode live. I, in my office, I heard a whole bunch of water cooler talk about this crazy show (laughs) with a polar bear and, you know, on a jungle and a plane crash. And I said, that just really sounds bizarre. Um, But so I, I watched it um, uh, back then we had TiVo. um, So watched it on (laughs) TiVo. Um, And then uh, I, again, still wasn't fully hooked, but I was hooked enough that I said I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a try and stick with it, um, and then by episode four, which is the walkabout episode with Locke, um, I was completely um, sold. And I think part of um, what really captured me and and Damon Lindelof, who is the um, creator of Lost, um, and what he's continued to do with the other series he's done with Leftovers and Watchmen. Um, what is so amazing about Lost is if you kind of strip away the mystery and, you know, you take away the polar bears on a jungle and, you know, just all of that. It's really about the relationships and, um, you know, the, the, whether it's prior to the island or the relationships they formed with each other on the island. Um, that is just what has always tugged at my heart. Um, and, you know, I still can't watch the finale without crying. Um, and I'm going to be a mess when we're in Hawaii watching it at the church where they filmed it. So, so yes, absolutely was a fan of the show. Um, watched all six seasons um, as they were airing. Um, I've purchased them on iTunes, so I still watch them on my phone all the time. Um, so, yes, absolutely a fan. And it was um, – so, for me, it was combining 
my love for the show with, um, you know, just I really enjoy event planning and, um, you know, just being able to do that. Um, and, of course, you know, having the opportunity to go to Hawaii um, because I was kind of, you know, <laughs> doing work, um, I probably, I don't know that I would have really had a reason to go to Hawaii had that not been for this event. So, um, and I've, I've absolutely fallen in love with Oahu as a result. So, um, it, again, it's just been a wonderful circumstance that just all came about from uh, being asked to do this. So it's been great. Now you talked about why you, why it tugged at your heartstrings, why you were kind of pulled into it because of the relationships. And you said like this, this show's been on, was on for six seasons, 121 episodes. People still talk about it today. Now, why, what do you hear from other people that show up at the event as to why they love it? Because, I mean, I'm sure everybody loves it for different reasons. Like, why do you think it's so popular and it still resonates where you're having a 10th anniversary celebration this year? Yeah, I, you know, I think everybody takes different pieces from it. And there's definitely people that really love the the mystery of it. They loved that each week, um, you know, you'd kind of get a little piece of, something and then you'd be trying to figure out um, how does this tie to this and you know Joe Garfine from Cancer Gets Lost she loves the theory um, and she still I love getting in discussions with her because we're still how long has this show, it's been off the air for 10 years and I still can have conversations with Joe where she'll throw these theories at me and I'm like wow I didn't even think of that so you know, theory plays a huge part in this, and the fact that you can still be discussing that 10 years on is incredible. Um, so that is a big part of it. I think people also really, again, are tied to the relationships. You can watch an episode like The Constant, um, which was a Desmond um, Penny episode, um, and, you know, it's just so emotional and, um, you know, where he's calling her um, – and and they're kind of declaring their love for each other and they haven't spoken in a long time. And, you know, it's just, those are the things that really, um, that really, really get you. Um, And I think the other thing that I, I love about lost and, you know, I kind of have this sometimes with other shows, but I even just mentioned this on Twitter the other day because I've been trying to do a rewatch as I get prepped for the event. Um, There's no show that I have any, that I have watched, you know, season to season where I can go back and get really kind of tidbit, like things that I've, I've seen the show a lot. I've watched, I've watched it all the way through probably three times um, Hmm. where I still am picking up new things. There's, I mean, and again, I've watched it thoroughly (laughs) three times. So to still go through and pick up things that you missed the first, second or third time, it's incredible. Um, And that is really a credit to Damon because I see it in other things. I just, you know, I just watched Watchmen and I've now watched that, two or three times and I'm still catching things. So it's like they throw in these little pieces that are so minor, um, but they're so important. And when you kind of go back and are paying attention to it in a different way, you can pull those things back out. So, you know, again, theory, I think is part of it. Um, The relationships are absolutely part of it. Um, And I hear a lot from people that it really helped the show really helped them at key parts of their life. So, whether it was they're dealing with the death of a family member, they're they're going through a hard time, whether, you know, dealing with depression or, or something like that. It just really helped them um, in, in coping with something. And it, you know, it just, um, 
you know, just help them move on with things. So it, it mm-hmm. just has played such an important part, uh, you know, role in people's lives. And, and I think that's why the show still resonates all these years later and why people are willing to, you know, come out to Hawaii and get together with other losties and talk about what this show meant to them. Um, it's just really a true testament to the show. Now, every time I do an interview, I post on my Facebook page, and I always want to get other people's feedback before I do an interview so I can see kind of what people want to talk about. The elephant in the room is the last episode. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. boy, that's probably – I think I opened, like, Pandora's box by asking people, (laughs) is there anything you want to talk about? And my one of my closest friends wrote, I loved it until the final episode. And, and this, I, I love her. She goes, she's a comedian. She goes, and then I wanted to crush everyone with the force of a thousand suns. I mean, <laughs> then you get other people who respond to her who were like, you know, they, they had mixed feelings about it. And then you had some people who loved it. That last episode, it, it just sparked so much debate and talk and like you said maybe that's why sometimes people even want to get together it's like let's talk about it some more you know and and talk a little bit about that last episode and you said you're going to cry but a lot of people (laughs) get angry at that last episode how do you guys deal with that I when I watched it I had a very I, I my assumption was just very literal that you know it had they'd you know, because of, I guess, what a Christian had said, so clear, you know, that they had died and everything that happened to them had happened and they, you know, they were in this church to move on. So I, I 100% get when you're watching it and you're kind of in the moment that um, you can kind of think that they were dead the whole time or um, you can get angry about it or, you know, whatever it may be. But I think anybody that's passionate about a show, and Game of Thrones is a great example, um, when you're invested in a show for as many seasons as you are, and then it doesn't end the way you think it should, you you get upset about it. I feel that I felt that way about The Sopranos for the longest time. I I literally was screaming at my TV, going, "What the heck just happened?" Like the screen went black, and I have no idea what happened to these people. So you know, I I totally understand it that people have invested six seasons into these characters and you walk away um, whether it's not understanding the ending or not getting the questions answered that you wanted because there were a lot of questions um, from the show that didn't get resolved so one of the questions that kept coming up at our event in 2014 was who was on the outrigger um, and what happened to Walt and you know so there's there's definitely things that were left open Um, but I think for me um, and I think even for a lot of our attendees that are at the event, um, I think there's kind of a, I guess, a piece that has happened that you just kind of, and, and especially because there's been so much reboot talk lately, I think a lot of people are really comfortable with where the show ended now. Um, they're they're happy with where things ended up, and they're kind of, I hate to keep using the word moving on because that's what Christian said, but they're ready for it to just move on, and they feel like they've left, made peace with it, and you know, it was a good ending. And, um, but, you know, again, everybody's going to have different, you know, opinions about the ending. Some are going to love it. Some are going to hate it. Um, I am in the love category. Um, I loved it the first time I saw it. I couldn't stop crying while I was watching it. Um, and that's why I say I know 
when we're in Hawaii um, watching it in the place where they filmed it. I'm going <laughs> to be emotional mess. But, um, you know, I, again, I think everybody just kind of takes takes from it what, you know, what they what they can. And, um, you know, it's okay to have different reactions or opinions to it. Um, and it took me a real, like I said, it took me a really long time to be okay with a show like The Sopranos where I can watch it now and not <laughs> not have a really – a negative reaction to it and kind of appreciate um, where they, the direction they took. But, um, but yeah, I think, and again, most of our attendees uh, are really happy with the outcome. And, um, and I've always joked that if anybody came to the event and asked were they dead the whole time, I'm going to kick them out of the event. So it's always been a running <laughs> joke. <laughs> now let's talk about this event. Tell yeah. us a little bit about what, people who decide to go like what what will they experience what kind of events take place and and give kind of an overview on what the event is about yeah so um a couple of the things that have been really important to me when I was planning this one was I knew that I really wanted to have the episodes shown especially the finale because that's the whole point of this finally have permission from from ABC to be able to show the pilot and the finale and I wanted to be able to show those in locations where they filmed so we're showing the pilot out at Kualoa Ranch which is just such an iconic lost location it's where they um, were always walking it's where Hurley's golf course was trying to remember uh, where the bus the VW bus where they got that started and we're driving it all over the place but it's just such an iconic location so uh, we will be out there watching the pilot, and I hadn't watched the pilot in a while until I started my rewatch lately, and I'd forgotten like how scary some of the uh, oddly how scary some of the sounds are in the pilot. So we're going to be out there in the dark, um, in the jungle, more or less, <laughs> watching this pilot episode, which is going to be pretty amazing. But prior to that, we'll be doing a, a tour, like a lost tour of the ranch, which will be really fun, and we're having a welcome reception out there. And then we will be watching the finale episode um, and the church work filmed. Um, and then we're also doing a second screening uh, because we have a limited amount of space in that church. So the first uh, 250 people that get tickets for the event will be able to do that in the church. And then we've added a second screening um, uh, as we sell more tickets. So, so we'll be showing this, the, pilot, the, the finale twice. Um, we are doing a cast Q&A and then an autograph signing session with with the cast and you also be able to take a photo with them which is really fun and that Q&A is being uh, moderated by Joe Garfine um, who is also doing an on-site charity auction on our first day so she'll have some uh, memorabilia um, that we're auctioning off she's auctioning off for charity and then we are doing um, another panel on Sunday which is um, a little bit more in-depth in terms of going into the uh, legacy of Lost and how it's endured after 10 years. Um, so that will include experts, and one of our experts is Josh uh, Wiggler from The Hollywood Reporter. So we're really excited to have everybody that's going to be on that panel. And then we are wrapping up with a really fun wrap party with a costume contest, which is always hysterical. Um, if you're <laughs> on our Instagram or uh, Twitter, you've likely seen some photos of the ones in the past we had somebody dress up as bad robot which was really fun um somebody <laughs> dressed up as the uh the, the statue that uh charlie was toting his heroin around in um so anyways we've had some really fun costumes over the years and then we're also doing a really fun um uh, beer pour with andrew devoff who played uh mikhail aka patchy um so he'll be sampling his uh 
the beer from his brewery um, and doing autographs and uh, other fun stuff at that event. And the final piece of that event, which we're really excited about, is um, we have an artist named Gavin Rodriguez um, who made a custom uh, artwork, which I've seen and I can't wait to share with everybody. It's an incredible print of lost, uh, it's a lost theme artwork that will be on display in in Hawaii and then uh, it will be signed. And then we are giving, uh, that that print is going to um, Joe to be auctioned um, for a future charity auction, but it is stunning. So I can't wait to to share that with everybody. So it's an incredible piece of piece of art. Wow. That's an incredible event. I mean, there's yeah. so much and, and look where you are too. You're in Oahu. Yeah. I mean, we're in Oahu, which is uh, stunning. It, it can't get, I don't think <laughs> it can get any better than that. And I say that while I'm sitting in upstate New York freezing and <laughs> would dream about going to Oahu. <laughs> and plus, you never know, yeah. you might meet another lofty and get engaged. Please tell me about those stories. <laughs> yeah, so one of our one of the people that came to our event in 2014, so another piece that I completely forgot to mention is we do swimming location tours. And one of our attendees in 2014 emailed me and said, I'm, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend while I'm there. Can you give me some ideas about where might be a good place to do that? And, and Kate and Sawyer's waterfall just seemed like a great place. So they, uh, while they were on the filming location tour in 2014, he proposed to his, his now wife in front of Kate and Sawyer's waterfall and, um, and our photographer who we had on hand, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I think there's photos. Um, I didn't put them on our website, but I'm, I think he took photos for them, but yeah, they got, they got engaged at that event and got married a, a about a year later, and I think they now have a a, ba- a child, and I, I think they're trying to come to the event this year. I'm not 100% certain, but but yeah, that's just it's been an incredible part of this. And you know, I have I know people that there's one couple, um, Wayne and Tracy, who didn't even physically meet each other at the event in 2014. Um, I don't think I'm not 100% sure. I don't think they met um, until later um, a follow up event, but they're they're now married. So I mean, it's just it's it's so um, wow. it's so fun and just so interesting how these things happen and you know so many friendships that have formed from this and and people of course knew each other prior as well but um you know friendships that have formed and um you know it's just it's been a great you know just kind of a great way to meet new people and and too the other you know Michael Giacchino the composer for the show he's done concerts now and people now kind of meet up at other things which is so much fun and they go to other conventions and kind of hook up so you know it's just been it's been such a great kind of starting point for um for for friendships and connections which has been um which really was the goal I mean you know in 2014 it was great to have Jorge there um but our goal was never really to have cast there our goal was really just to kind of get together with you know other losties and talk about the show and um, you know, so thankful to have Jorge there. It was so much fun and we had a great time. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's really all always been about the fans and, and building, you know, that opportunity for them to kind of come together and, um, you know, have a, have a chance to talk about the show that they love. So, um, so yeah, it's just, it's been great. That's awesome. Now, how, how much longer do people have to sign up for the event? just so that we can keep the word going and are the, I'm yeah. guessing there are still spots, correct? There are. Yep. There's, so we have limited spot left if you want to see the finale in the church. Um, again, cause they, it's, 
little, uh, it's a church. They have limited seating. So um, limited space on that. Want to try to book as soon as you can. Um, But registration will be open until April 8th. And um, then after that, uh, we won't be taking any more tickets. But, um, but yeah, so a little over two months left. Um, and then, again, if you want to see the, the finale in the church, try to book as soon as you can because we're, we're running kind of low on space there. And where do, they, where do they sign up? Where do they get their tickets? Tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the whole process and yeah. how, where they yep. can do so that if you follow you. Yeah, if you go to um, www.thelost.com, con.com um you can check out our website and uh, mouse over lost 2020 and you'll see the schedule of events and it has a drop down with all of um the different things that are happening and then right next to that is a um a link that says register and that's where you can get the tickets um and all of the information is on our website. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, the Lost, if you just search for the Lost Con, you'll be able to find us. Um, and, um, and yeah, that's that's how you can reach Perfect. us. That that's so cool. And Kelly, I'm so glad that you came on the show today to talk to us about uh, about Lost, about the gathering, and it's weird to think that ten years have blown by since the date of that last episode airing i'm telling you when I, when i do shows like this it's like where's the time go it's amazing but um i and i'm but i'm thrilled that we got to share it with my listeners and hopefully that'll bring in some more people and thank you so much for for being a guest here today Thank you, and and thank you for. Um, I realized I just realized I didn't talk very much about Oahu, but um, I was mentioning, you know, prior. I one of the things um, for me is, you know, I I'm in love with this show, but I'm also I've fallen incredibly in love with Oahu and its beauty and uh, the people there, and um, so you know, to be a Lost fan and see these incredible filming locations um but to also really just fall in love with that island has just been um amazing so even if you don't come out for the event um i hope that you know whoever's listening will also uh, try to find a way to to make it out to oahu because it is the most absolutely stunning place um uh, on the planet and um it's definitely worth a visit if you if you get the time Oh, I'm going to find that time. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I don't know how you can go through life and not have Hawaii, especially Oahu, on your bucket list. I mean, just the pictures kind of amaze me. And I I can't wait. I have not been to Hawaii yet. I can't wait to get there. And it's it's just looks so beautiful. Um, I'm just scared that I may not come back home, you know. (laughs) That's my worry all the time. Every time I go, I'm thinking, oh, you know, if I didn't have dogs at home, I would probably, (laughs) I would probably not come home. It's, it's that, it's that incredible. It's, um, it's, you know, they do. So I hope when you do go, you have a great time. (laughs) The dogs will adjust if you move. Trust me. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) All right, Kelly. Well, thank you again so much. And, um, you know, good luck with it, with the uh, whole gathering. And don't forget your tissues for that last episode. I will. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Thanks, Kelly. That was awesome. And, okay, Losties, now is the time for me to tell you about this contest. Because 
you waited until the end of the show, and here are the rules, and here's some information about how you can enter and what you're going to win. So to enter is so easy. All you have to do is follow me on Instagram, The Virgin Traveler, and DM me telling me that you're following me and you want to win the lost items. I'll choose one of you in a couple of weeks to win a lost 2020 mug and a lost 2020 notebook. I'll post the photo of the items on my Instagram account so you can see what they are. Just one thing, though, I can only send these to someone in the United States. Sorry, guys. So, now, what is my favorite podcast or YouTuber of the week? The title goes to the Duo Finds. They're actually going to be the guests on next week's episode, and I would like, I would love it if you check them out before the episode so you kind of get an idea of what they do. And I have to tell you, if, if you've always wanted to travel and find your favorite film locations, this, that's exactly what they do, and they do it while having full-time jobs. So I know when you watch a lot of YouTubers, you're going to see that they're always talking about being, you know, traveling on the road, being there full-time. These guys aren't full-time travelers. They do everything they do and still hold down a full-time job. So it can be done. And they're going to talk about how they do it, what they've seen, what they've enjoyed, and provide some tips and suggestions for the listeners. It was a really fun interview, and I'm excited to bring it to you. So on that note, I'll be back next week with, with obviously, the Duo Finds and another podcaster or YouTuber of the week. In the meantime, I'd love to hear what you are up to and what kind of traveling you're doing or pretty much anything you want to talk about. If you have a story and you want to be on the show, even let me know that as well. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Virgin Traveler or DM me on Instagram at The Virgin Traveler. I also have a Real Travels page on Facebook, too. So there's plenty of ways to keep up with what's going on with me and ways to reach out to me. So I want to thank you all for listening to Real Travels. Thanks for stopping by, and have a great traveling week. Mm -hmm.